Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. today's wrestling news have a couple of former wwe superstars let slip they could be appearing on aew dynamite tonight a main roster superstar has made a surprise appearance on nxt duper l a backstage update on the wrestlemania 38 card and a wwe legend wants a match with sasha banks i'm adam wilborn i'm michael sidgwick this is the news so it is a big night tonight on aew dynamite a huge announcement from Tony Khan is being teased and a surprise appearance someone walking through that forbidden door my god do we hate that phrase now uh, and shocking the world apparently and slamming the forbidden door shut behind them um, lots of speculation of course about this we've been reporting on it all week it's Jeff Hardy it's probably not Jeff Hardy it could well be Keith Lee but a couple of former WWE superstars easy for me to say have teased that they could be making an appearance on Dynamite tonight. Or should I say, let slip. You see, Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux were an autograph signing just earlier this week when someone said to them about Dynamite, which is in Atlantic City, maybe you'll be in Atlantic City. Who knows? Now, Karrion Cross, he kept very tight-lipped about the situation. Scarlett Bordeaux, eh, not so much. She turns to Karrion Cross in the video clip and goes, oh, is that? And he's like, don't say anything, shut up. He starts effing and Jeff and going, oh my god, holy shiz, basically. Um, but, Michael Sidgwick, as the resident AEW fan in the office, you've written an entire bloody book about them, the rise of all elite wrestling. Um, what do you make of this, and are you still sticking with your prediction for who it is going to be tonight, making a surprise appearance? Indeed, I'm still sticking with my prediction that we will see Keith Lee. If you want an explanation as to why I think it's Keith Lee, listen to the uh, Dynamite preview on uh, Spotify or iTunes, wherever you get your podcast from. Indeed. It will be dropping later on today. Yeah, work is work. Wrestlers are inveterate carnies. They want to create <laughs> conversations around themselves at all times, even if these things don't come to fruition. They just like to tease. They like to create buzz around their name. I personally can't see Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux rocking up in AEW yet. And the reason being is that... Most wrestling fans get it. They know that certain wrestlers are kind of destroyed by the WWE machine and they sort of no-sell the fact that they've been normalised and stigmatised as failures because we know what they can do. We all know what Keith Lee can do. We know that um, he's an incredible baby face with an incredible moveset, an incredible style that wasn't anywhere near exploited enough on the main roster. 
with Karrion Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux, I would generously describe their pre-WWE career and certainly their NXT career as divisive. Mm. Um, people think they're actors corny. People aren't too sure if he's got the work to back up some of the intense posturing. He doesn't have this library of incredible matches. He doesn't have this mythical name attached to Killer Cross. Like when John Moxley arrived in AEW, people just instantly remembered, oh, John Moxley, he's going to be different to, to Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Is Killer Cross that much different to Karrion Cross? Does he have this... Like, oh, what a missed opportunity it was. I know the man's got to support us. I'm not necessarily one of them. That's a subjective take. But I just don't feel it in the water that people are desperate to see the real killer cross. Um, certainly, if he reinvents himself on the indie scene, mm-hmm. if he can get the buzz with which he once had back, yeah, take another look at him in a year. But for now, it would just seem like this guy... Even by WWE standards, it's quite a big bust, and I don't think they're touching them yet until they prove they can do better. Yeah, I think you're saying not saying no to carrying Cross and Scarlet Widow. You're just saying not yet. Well, no, prove, of, prove it. Prove yourself. Yeah, and in terms of other names, uh, I should point out Dave Meltzer has said it could well be still Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's a name got to be in conversation. Adam Share, the former Braun Strowman, should also be mentioned. Speaking of your, well, that's that's what he said. My, his words, not mine. But. Speaking of your old wrestlers of carnies, do you sort of buy into that fact as well with Keith Lee and Mia Yim being like, we're on a honeymoon? I mean, that was not the best work I've ever seen, if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest, but maybe it's a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? A red herring? McGuffin. A double bluff. Oh, yeah. A double bluff. Who, who the hell knows? Maybe they're just quite terrible on social media. <laughs> who on earth knows? But it's all part of the fun. This. Yes. This is why you... One of the reasons why you're a wrestling fan. Exactly. Let us know your predictions to who you think is going to be the surprise appearance on Dynamite tonight. And we'll move over to NXT Duper Because last night's show was, well, all over the place. There was a title match. There was Dusty Cup semi-finals. And there was a surprise appearance from a main roster WWE superstar. It's been teased if you've been uh, keeping up to date with Braun Breaker on social media. Because he's been in a bit of a back and forth with one Dolph Ziggler who showed up as part of the championship meeting or whatever it was bloody called on the show last night. He interrupted Bran Breger and Santos Escobar and their effective contract signing for Vengeance Day next week. Now, he teased potentially getting involved in the match, making it a triple threat. Then Tommaso Ciampa came out. In fact, it was uh, Ziggler and Ciampa who sort of brawled to the back while Santos Escobar and Bran Breger did their thing. But it certainly seems like Dolph Ziggler could be another main roster name moving over to NXT not, maybe not necessarily full-time, but I feel like he'd be the perfect person to really showcase Bron Breaker. Maybe he fights him after Bron Breaker defends the NXT title next week. Yeah, I can't doubt the logic whatsoever. Um, WWE have released like a whole wave of like incredibly immensely gifted like experienced pro wrestlers who really should still be there within the system to bring on the very green talent that currently populates NXT 2.0. I see no reason why they can't. I mean, their own rule says that they are exclusive to a brand, but who really cares? I don't think anyone takes that seriously anymore. It's a decent workaround to give someone like a Braun Breaker a a live lesson Mm -hmm. in how to work a match basically I know he's very good for his level of experience this sort of thing can't remotely hurt um, I didn't think much of the segment again we're going to be reviewing NXT 2.0 <laughs> later on um, on a podcast so subscribe um, wherever you get those from for uh, details on why that maybe segment didn't land mm-hmm. but the logic behind the move which I believe will be temporary while sound you just have to wonder how effective it is you have to wonder just how dead 
and stigmatized as dead this NXT 2.0 brand is. If you recall, very recently, AJ Styles did something with Grayson Waller, and I thought they had a really, really strong match. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles was on sensational form in the role. Couldn't have done more. Couldn't have done more of a professional job to really elevate Grayson Waller and didn't have that much of an effect. No, they're doing the right things, but maybe it's just not the right backdrop. My favourite bit of all of it was uh, Tommaso Ciampa calling Dolph Ziggler kid. Dolph Ziggler, I believe, is in his 40s now. Yeah, but old man Ciampa looks like he's 80. So. <laughs> there you he's go. A, he's a great wrestler. Uh, let's move on to uh, looking ahead to WrestleMania 38. Bit of an update uh, coming from WrestleVotes regarding what their plans are for this. They've obviously got the two main events, one would assume, sorted Ronda Rousey challenging Charlotte Blair for the SmackDown Women's Championship and Brock versus Roman for at least the Universal Championship, perhaps even more, could well be tight for title. Uh, but according to WrestleVotes, WWE uh, still are reportedly looking into another top match for the WrestleMania 38 card. This is because of the release firing, whatever you want to call it, of Shane McMahon, uh, who was billed, in their eyes at least, to be a, quote, major attraction match outside of the top title matches. Uh, the report from WrestleVotes also notes a quote saying, this goes without saying, but the WrestleMania card is still in complete flux. It is quite amazing. Look, it's going to be one of those ones where you sense Yet again, it's going to be thrown together in the final weeks. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it amuses me no end that Shane McMahon is considered such a huge attraction. Look, the thing is, in 2016, mm -hmm. this yeah. man shifted tickets in the tens and thousands when that match with The Undertaker was revealed. He's been living off that temporary nostalgia boost, and not inconsiderable one, to be completely mm -hmm. honest and fair. And for quite some time, I think it's a joke of a performer. I hate the idea that he was like the mirror man going up against AJ Styles, trying to outstrike Taker, trying to outbump Kevin Owens. Like, it's an absolute farce. It's descended into parody, but at the same time, internally, we all have a similar opinion one would think of Shane McMahon. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't, watch him UFC. Watch, what he <laughs> watch the real version of what he fails to do, and that will illuminate just how yeah. piss poor his work actually is. But yeah, he's considered a major attraction. Um, in response to this, the solution... It's not who are they going to push, because they don't really push anyone, it's no. who they're going to call. And the, the, the key question really is who is left to yeah, call up. Yeah, keep saying this. Like, they are, I don't want to say resorting to Lita, because I think she was treated horrendously in the 2000s. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice in retrospect, given everything that she endured, that she is getting like a twilight run, um, in which she can really get over as a respected legend. Um, but I'm not, I don't want to be too harsh, but she's not a legend. She's not the best worker of all time. En enormously popular in her day, but I do think bringing in some of the likes of Lita kind of exposes just how far they have gone down as well of nostalgia. Who's left to call? Like, legitimately, who's Goldberg already in Saudi Arabia. Already got Goldberg. Cena won't be available. Rock won't be available. Take his hips are dust. Triple H, we know, is not in the best of health whatsoever, so he can't be parachuted in. Honestly, the best means. They might as well take someone like Orton off TV for a year. And then he can get that shine of, Jesus Christ, Randy Orton's back. I know he's really over at the minute, so that's not the best example, but Tell they're, they're going to have to tactically take people off TV knowing full well, if they're honest with themselves, that the best way of getting over in this company is to not appear on the television shows on a weekly basis. 
it wouldn't surprise me because they're, they're cynical and clever about it rather than they are creative. If they start tactically saying, like, you can take six months off, mm. we need someone yeah. to be fresh for me. Make me miss you. Yeah, I, I agree. I think there's still going to be some big matches uh, already sort of penciled in. You would assume something like an Edge, maybe AJ Styles match would be great. Uh, I know Andy, when we were talking about booking the WrestleMania 38 card, had the Bella Twins involved in it, had Lita and Trish doing some tag stuff, uh, possibly with, with a returning Bailey and Sasha Banks. It, it, tell me if I'm reaching here, but as you, you were probably those, are. As, as we, yeah, as you're running through those names, the only one I could think of that could possibly be in that echelon of names you were talking about is someone like Shawn Michaels. Now I know he was done, but I, there's a bit of me that always thinks you money and do you want that to be your your legacy? You you ended it perfectly and then you came back with a Saudi dollar and. Well, we all know what happened there. So maybe even just like a five-minute exhibition against someone who can make him it's look... It's like Shabata. Go on. Don't take the great name of five-minute exhibitions. Yeah. Name, God damn it. Look that's out of left field and it's like he's there. He looked better, far better than Taker, Kane and Triple H, who were working way more regularly mm. than he was. That's not Wilbur. For you. It's not the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Uh, concluding our roundup of the stories today, though, uh, is the news that a WWE legend wants a match with Sasha Banks. Uh, she's already had a coming together with her at the Royal Rumble. It's Melina. Uh, she posted a really nice Instagram post sort of recapping what's happened with her recently. Uh, she says, thank you for all the love and edits for a match versus Sasha Banks. I love them. Uh, she continued, I wish that moment with Sasha was a singles match. To think if we were able to get a reaction like that, uh, like we did that night without wrestling, can you imagine what we could do if we actually wrestled? Shelby was uh, very emotional, as you can see, at the Royal Rumble. Uh, she said, I can wish Matt for a match with you with all my heart. It may never happen, but whether it was five seconds, 60 seconds, or 20 minutes in the ring with you, Sasha. I'm 20 minutes. I'm grateful for that magic moment of the Rumble. No matter how short, I will forever keep that in my heart. I thought it was a lovely moment with her and, and Sasha at the Rumble. And then she just got dumped out, and I was like, ah. Oh. It's a bit of an anticlimax. Yeah, I'll say the nice thing first. Um, it's nice that a woman who was reduced to tears by two complete dickheads in the back once upon a time actually had a moment where she was celebrated as yes. a wrestler for all five seconds. Um, Out you go. What's happened here is that anyone like in pro wrestling has fans. Melina, too, has fans. Those fans have said, I would love to see them run that back. And Melina said, yeah, me too. And I'm thinking, a five-second pretty brutal elimination... I think that's um I don't think that's the seeds for a long-term story if I'm being perfectly honest. Look, if you're a Melina fan, I would suggest going back and watching her genuinely underrated matches on the network because that ain't happening at Mania. Yeah, fair enough. Just thought who could face Shawn Michaels as well. Fastest rising star in WWE. Bad Bunny. There you go. Fixed it. Fixed WrestleMania for you. Let's move on to your Twitter questions at what culture WWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Jake 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 Jake, who says, uh, last year we got Max Caster getting a little bit of solo shine in the face of the revolution ladder match. Are there any individuals from an established tag team you'd like to see get that solo shot? Cash Wheeler. Oh! Look, I personally think they might run FTR versus Jurassic Express at Revolution. Mm -hmm. They're in the rankings. They can easily tell a story with FTR, right? Where they lose every major match, have a great match in the process, put over a team like Jurassic Express, because they could just turn around one day and say, you know what, we've not been the same since we lost to the Young Bucks. Mm -hmm. 
and then they can resume the, rum, the Young Bucks rivalry on that basis. But Cash Wheeler is the most underrated guy on the goddamn planet. His positioning is great. Everything he does looks incredible. Um, he's got an incredible mullet. He's an incredibly <laughs> handsome guy. Yes. This is a man who, when he goes to throw a lariat at your face, if you don't duck, yeah. you're knackered. The intent behind everything he does is great. Um, he's so great at measuring very carefully that which he can do, but doesn't because it's not in character. But when he does it out of character, it gets a bigger pop than anyone usually who can do a high spot. I adore Cash Wheeler. I think he's criminally underrated. I would like to see them be a little bit nicer to him because I know Dax Harwood gets the singles matches more often than mm. not. Get Cash Wheeler in a ladder match and show me that beautiful mullet. I can't argue with that. My suggestion's very lazy because I've just gone the opposite of what Jake said happened last time. Anthony Bowens. Big, big fan yeah, of what he's, he's been doing, doing recently. He's, yeah, he's been awesome of late. Absolutely awesome. He's killed it in every single... Killed it. I'm 36. White from Gates, and I shouldn't be saying killed it. But you know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's been very, 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 very good indeed. Eddie Zamhari gives us our second question of the day. Says, hey guys, after AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, and now Dolph Ziggler uh, going to NXT Dubai, uh, who from the main roster do you want to see go to NXT Dubai uh, to help elevate the young guys over there? Eddie suggests Sami Zayn. Uh, yes. It's just not working. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't know why it isn't working. Everything in theory that they're doing is sound. You get a guy with a following, um, with main roster stardom, going to do business in the right way with young talent who need the reps. Um, I really like it as a development in terms of the creative mm -hmm. and jolt in the arm, um, in terms of the logic behind it. Um, who do I really like on that main roster? Zara? Yes. Yeah. Zara, I'd like to You'd see. probably love it as well. He'd like, yeah. he, lo he loves going to work. Yeah. Sami Zayn's a hell of a shout as well because they, they always feel they never do enough with him. Hopefully this is his year, maybe the contract negotiations have triggered them to realise what a star they've got on their hands, but only time will tell. Let us know your suggestions in the comments. And we'll move on to the final question today from one, oh, Matt Reigns, who says, Greetings and salutations, my King and Adam. Oh, just, just Adam. Yeah, well, I'm the King. Oh, fair enough. Uh, he says, assuming tonight's surprise is Keith Lee, uh, who are some of the guys you are looking forward to him working with? Have a wonderful day, guys. Love you, brothers. Love you too, Matt. Thank you for all your support, as always. Um, yeah, Keith Lee, you've sort of mentioned this before, some of the people you'd like to see him work with. But yeah, what's that What's that dream match scenario in AEW for him looking like? This is out of left field, right? My dream match scenario for Keith Lee, and it kind of doesn't work. I know they don't really stick to... Um, really stark character alignments in AEW. So they will do a heel versus heel or a babyface versus babyface match. So maybe it's not too unrealistic, right? I would love to see Keith Lee versus uh, John Silver. Oh, I didn't think about that. Keith Lee's so great at not just leaving his feet. Like it's a bit of a misconception with Keith Lee. Oh, he's great because he can do things in spite of how powerful he is. He's so great in addition to doing things that he shouldn't be capable of. He's really great at selling how big he is, presenting that aura of how huge he is, to a point that when he works a match with a smaller athlete and they manage to do some kind of deadlift move, like Ricochet versus Keith Lee is an example of that. Watching John Silver summon every bit of stamina and courage within himself mm. to like drop him with a sheer drop brain buster. Like, what a goddamn huge pap. <laughs> that would get so I don't know why but I just think John Silver versus Keith Lee would rule but it's one of those like if we can get the 2017 Keith Lee 
in AEW, you can put him on one side of the match graphic and virtually anybody else, mm. and he'll get something that will pop your titties out. I just want to see him pounce Marco Stunt. Sorry, Marco. I know I always book you in these scenarios, but yeah. Legends say he never stopped flying. <laughs> that would be like on every YouTube comment ever, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, right, let's move on to today's and finally. And a tweet from Becky Lynch, possibly revealing the sixth competitor in the Women's Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia next weekend. She tweeted last night, I want Wendy Chu to be the sixth person in the Elimination Chamber. How good would that be, her asleep in a pod? If she just fell asleep in a pod and like never came in, She's already got the gear that they like in Saudi Arabia as well, so she wouldn't have to. They could, <laughs> they could save money on the seamstress. Yeah. If they get Wendy Chu in there. Everyone they're such these. a tight bastard company that I think that's what's going to happen. Can I have some money for some new gear? Oof. It's a little bit tight at the moment. Don't you get 50 million for every show you put on here? Yeah, but ooh, look at all the pyro. So. Yeah, look at all that. Get Wendy Chu in the Elimination Chamber. Let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cult Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, as Sige mentioned, we're going to be reviewing NXT 2.0 a little bit later on and looking ahead to AEW Dynamite tonight. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. And you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. WWE, as I said. But for now, my thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.